Welcome to episode 14 of the Box Lots podcast, where James and I discuss the Hungarian Grand Prix that took place just before the summer break. In this episode, we will discuss Sebastian Vettel's retirement, as well as how quick that Red Bull is around the Hungarian uh, circuit and just compared to the Ferrari. Of course, the Ferrari strategy, which I think will be something to talk about. A double Mercedes podium. And, and pole. Yeah, and a pole position. And many, many more things. So let's start off the big one, shall we? Um, I don't have Instagram uh, or uh, any social media websites. But um, I'm sure that millions of F1 fans around the world got um, woke up, went on their phones and saw, oh, Vettel has joined Instagram. Amazing. So they go on, and what do they see? He's joined just to announce his retirement. And I can't say I'm, I was too surprised. I mean, I knew he was going to go out after the game, and I, de- and I certainly knew that he wasn't going to get um, any more championships. But it did come as a shock to many people. And But I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too sad about you know, seeing him leave, because one thing... I know that he's happy in in leaving F1 because he says that he wants to concentrate on his his family as well as other endeavours. And I don't think he's going to leave the sport entirely. He might come back as a uh, as a pundit like uh, Jensen Button or. Uh... Well, hopefully he doesn't because that's the career that I want to pursue. Okay, yeah, <laughs> and I could do with one less competition. But yeah. uh, I absolutely, uh, as many people might know by now, I'm a massive fan of Vettel. I. I wish that he didn't go to Aston Martin in the end because... Well, for, well I've, I've you might have gotten one win in 2022. Bec- yeah, because of the amount of focus that was on Lance Stroll with the Stroll family being, as we all know, quite a... The a, entrepreneur, a, yeah. entrepreneurs of Aston Martin. So um, I, I wish that he went to somewhere else, but I'm, I, I respect his decision. I hope that he... Uh, uh, and I hope that he does well with what he does. Yeah, finds next finds a film and other activities, and I think that's. Uh, and if I'm honest, I think that's probably um, the way Luke is going to go as well. He's he's going to go pretty soon, I think, um, because he's a he's also guy. He's, he's think uh, Lewis. Oh yeah, Lewis. he's got a finger in quite a few of the pools. It's like um, extreme extremey. So yeah. um, he's uh, he's got a team in that. So I think that um, maybe he'll become a driver in that. Maybe Seb will set up a rival one. You never know. Rosbo did. Yeah. So that's um, Vettel's retirement uh, kicked open the door to um, uh, to, uh, to Aston Martin. Uh, not many people we thought would vie for that seat, but oh boy, were we surprised! Well, but listen, listen to the uh, to the Belgian Grand Prix. We're yes. going to talk about that. Because at the I, time, actually, actually, Belgian Grand Prix, I feel we should dedicate an entire episode to it. If I'm honest. Well. We only have our half now. It's a lot yeah. of recordings, so you know. We, we might we might do that. Stay tuned for that. Uh, so it'll either be an Sony episode or it will be with the Belgian Grand Prix, but it will definitely be there. Massive, massive, massive talking point there. Uh, so going on to the next point, Ferrari. Yeah. So this was uh, Hungary, of course, before uh, the summer break. They come off a particularly poor weekend in France, where. Um, Leclerc binned it into the wall, and um, and no! Ferrari, yes, and Ferrari um, messed up a potential podium for Science. So, 
Um, that was awful. Do you want to now? No, I'm racing. Yeah. Uh, but it was before the summer break. So that meant that Ferrari can mix it up before, um, for six odd weeks. Yep. But they went out With a on a massive mistake. So... The hards have been performing so badly. Yes. They they must have had the data, surely. They, they must have had people... I, I want to know who has actually got a job in that Ferrari team. Yeah. And I want that job. Yeah. Because... because and you're going to get it, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, I mean, this was the weekend that we saw Ferrari should have definitely gotten a win, or at least... Or at least uh, a decent point all against Red Bull. Yeah. Because um, some uh, catastrophically, uh, Perez went out in uh, Q two. Yeah. Uh, probably partly because of his own mistake of uh, not seeing a fast enough lap, but also the FI's incompetence and um, and and the readiness to give out penalties whenever someone even touches the white line. <coughs> F one twenty twenty two. And we love you. And yeah, Cody's brilliant job. And then Verstappen from what was it, P ten? Yeah. P ten lined up there and um so it looked as though um that potentially Ferrari could just, you know, run away with it. I mean, of course we had someone else on the front row foreshadowing <laughs> and um but you know, that someone probably didn't have the car to compete for an overall race victory. Yeah. But so we, we, we kind of foresaw the two Ferraris overhauling him anyway. And they did manage to do that with uh, going on the outside of uh, Russell um, on, the, on one of the laps. And it looks as though they might um, they might come home, maybe box on the mediums or the softs or, you know, just come home to an easy point to finish. But cool. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, they saw what Alpine was doing and and saw how far they'd slipped down the order and they went, mm. Sounds like nice. a master plan. But to me as well, I'm trying to just remember, and going back, I think uh, during the Hungarian Grand Prix, it, it was a lot of shock that not only that Ferrari were put on the hards, but also that they were pitting, because they could have gone an extra 10 laps, I think, on that medium, yes. and then go at another medium after that. I think... Uh, if I remember correctly, but um, yeah, it's just it, it's we've got to remind ourselves though it's so easy for us to uh, as people that don't drive or don't don't have a job because we're still in school. Yes, yeah, we are still in school. That, that there's nothing that we can really say yeah. with, uh, with a certain amount of certainty that that is what is going on. Yeah, but. This is an F1 team. You're competing at the top level of, you know, you know yeah. motorsport. You're supposed to have this this data. You're supposed to have, be some Leclerc's, um, Leclerc's engineer. I think he came over the radio and said, oh, the hard tyres maybe at 0.5 or, um, point, or maybe one second slower than the, delta per, uh, than the uh, option tyre per lap. They were two seconds slower. So put me on them. That's, mass, that's a massive debt gap. Yeah. You can't you can't have Max Verstappen reeling you in by two seconds per lap. He's going to win by half a minute by the end. Well, God, that will go on to our next topic soon. But before we do that, I would like to uh, mention 
that we are now on 10 different platforms. We are. So, we, uh, of course, you can find us on Anchor, which is our host. You can also find us, sorry, it's 11. You can also find us on our previous host, Acast, if you want to have a look at that. Before that closes down. Yeah. Uh, there's also Spotify, if you wanted to have a look at that. Uh, Apple Podcasts, we hope that we'll get a larger range of audience from there. Google, Google Podcasts, Podcasts the, only pro- the only problem with Google Podcasts was still pending an age review, so you probably need to be signed in for that. Yeah. Um, we are also on uh, we are also on Amazon Music, uh, as well as Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. And also, we are on Samsung Galaxy Podcasts for any of our Samsung listeners. And also, finally, we have uh, recently started a YouTube channel, which uh, can be found, but only can be found if we get more viewers. So I need you, yes, you, to go and try and find our uh, our YouTube site. It will have the same image, uh, a lovely image yeah. that was drawn by our very own James Ball. Yes. And uh, I, uh, so, yes, please uh, have a look at the YouTube um, in which, so that one we're trying to get onto YouTube music as well. But and hopefully, hopefully we might actually um, make a couple more um, YouTube more video- only. Yeah, YouTube only videos on it. So talking that's... about our love of Codemasters and EA for uh, F122, and potentially a couple of a couple of my own projects. But that can only be possible if you go to our websites. Now, uh, you mentioned the um, mentioned the age rating for Google. Uh, that's probably because of our abuse against Ferrari, um, <laughs> Ferrari strategists. Of course, Jeremy Clarkson also agreed to this, and because F one is a um, uh, does not allow um, misconduct and uh, abuse is not tolerated, he's forced to say that Ferrari strategists are brilliant. So well done. Um, anyway, a great quote from Clarkson. So then, last thing for this, uh, or second to last thing, second to last, yeah, an ultimate thing for this episode. Uh, I wanted to talk. About James's favourite topic. Oh yes, Mercedes. Yes, well, a pole position for George Russell. There was. That was a big shock for everyone, but a nice shock. It was. It was a very nice shock. You would not have. Um, you would not have believed it because on Russell's um, on the on the um, on the del- on the Delta before he crossed the line it didn't look too impressive. He had loads of green personal personal best sectors, no purples, which uh, belonged to the Ferraris. So we were like, okay, it's going to be maybe a second row, possibly even a front row. But no, he slams it on pole, ahead of Sainz, ahead yeah. of Leclerc. Ahead of Lando. Mm. <laughs> not as impressive. Um, and that was a wonderful, 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 wonderful lap. And that gave us hope that maybe Mercedes could compete for an overall race victory. Of course, that didn't happen. They, got, they only got a... Um, Second and third, but that's that's still pretty good for um for for a car that is, is proven is proven to be incredibly unpredictable. Because um, at the start of the year, it was very much they're forty the seconds Al- behind in yeah, the car right? and Alfa Romeo was definitely the third best. Just touching on Alfa Romeo, then recently in the last couple of races, they've really not been. Uh, yeah, they've dropped. Off. They, they've really dropped off. Joe Guanyu finishing in 13th and Valtteri Bottas DNFing. Uh, so I think 
obviously, if you listen to all our uh, upcoming episodes, and we'll talk about Valtteri Bottas. He's, yeah. he's uh, DNF'd from Spa, from Hungary. Uh, he's not, not having... Uh, not having the best of years. Yeah, not having the best of years. But going back on to Mercedes. Mercedes, yes. Um, there was a bit of um, there was a bit of question. Um, there was a question hanging around the paddock also whether um, Lewis potentially may have gotten um, polled or front row yeah. instead of um, instead of uh, instead of what's his name Russell. There you go. <laughs> um, because of course um, Lewis had a uh, DRS failure. I think on the um, in the last in the last sector, yeah. and that possibly brought his lap time down. And it's and Mercedes had a look on the data, and apparently that um, they um, of course they didn't they couldn't know exactly what how much time could be um, lost lost uh, via the DRS. But um, Hamilton had certainly matched uh, Russell through the um, through the last through the last couple of sectors. So the, the problem with having a DRS failure at Hungary. Is because Hungary is a high downforce setup. That means that the wings are much larger because they're trying to get the maximum amount of downforce so they can go into corners faster. Which means that the actual amount of seconds and miles per hour that you gain, or seconds that you lose and miles per hour that you gain from opening DRS is a lot more than say at Monza, where teams run a very thin rear wing that uh, has has not that much downforce at all. In which a monster, I think you only got four miles per hour of extra extra speed. Yeah. At Hungary, you'll get at least uh, ten miles per hour more than that. You'll probably get fifteen in miles an hour at least. Which is a lot in F one. Yeah. So of course that made Lewis's car very dragging in that in that final sprint to the finish, and that possibly impacted um, a very very likely pole position for Lewis. He's very comfortable at this track, but. He did uh, previous um, previous rides about his pace here when he got second as well as fastest lap. I think that's yeah. well, probably one of his best um, best performances. He was certain re- certainly reading reeling in the race leader yeah. um, during the closing couple of laps. But of course, we had a safety car. It was a long time ago. We're doing this after it. I-, I missed the race as well. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was playing cricket. Oh dear. But, um... Yeah, so, so of course this is after Italy, yeah. and the race winner um, converted P10 on the grid to P1. To P1. So, now, back then, that was a pretty good performance. Well, we'll talk, about, now, we'll talk about that in our Italian Grand Prix episode, just because that's, I know, is going to be an absolutely great episode. But what we can do... Despite the lack of action on the race yeah. But what we can do right now is we can talk about that Red Bull car. Yeah. That Red Bull from Max Verstappen, he is an probably ship. He was able to spin. And win. And still win. Spin and win. And I think even if Ferrari didn't make that howler of a strategy, I still think they probably would have lost. Because yeah. that Red Bull is just so quick that Ferrari have really just got to try and do something else. They, they've, I don't even know whether they're going to get they're not one and two in the drivers' championship because Perez is still doing well, not doing as well as Verstappen. Not really got the, the same confidence in that Red Bull uh, Oracle. Probably Red not Bull as much. Car. Probably not as much support either. And yeah. I'm not even surprised if Ferrari get P3 in the championship because Mercedes. You never have, know, Mercedes. Mercedes have done have been very consistent. They haven't had many DNFs 
we had Mr. Consistent George Russell getting his first DNF in um, Silverstone. And then we had uh, Belgium. Yeah. Moving on. Um, okay. Um, so please stay tuned for all of the other um, episodes. For example, the uh, the one in Italy that might include a certain safety rant from me. Uh, oh, but more on that to come. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and please check out uh, all other episodes on all other platforms. Thank you.